On today's show, we have Coach Brian Kelly. Coach Kelly is the head boys varsity lacrosse coach for Calvert Hall College High School in Towson, Maryland. Uh, They're the Cardinals. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Coach Kelly, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming down. Oh, thank you for having me. Looking forward to it. We invited you on the show just because the cross season's coming up. Yep. We're, we're recording this in early February. You got a game coming up too, Gonzaga. Is that right? No, I mean our, it, the season. Um, our first scrimmage is against Gonzaga, um, and that's really early. It's like a week after the beginning. Um, so we'll scrimmage Gonzaga and then Haverford, and then we're planning on going down to North Carolina to play open up the season nice how many games do you think you'll fit in this year hopefully all of them I mean you know usually it's about 17 18 games if we get to the championship you know so it's a good season um we probably play about seven non-league games and then the league is uh like I think it's nine and then the playoffs Nice. I did it again. I jumped right into the the meat of the season, but we forgot to talk about you because you uh, got a, you got a little history in lacrosse there, Coach. Yeah. Did you play youth lacrosse? Did you play sports? I did. I played uh, football and lacrosse. I'm the youngest of four boys, so um, we were a very athletic uh, family. My mom and dad were very much like idle times the devil's time. So if you're not doing something, you're going to get yourself in trouble, and there's a lot of truth truth to that. So they got us involved in sports and also other activities and music and things. Um, unfortunately, none of us were very gifted in music. So um, we played football and, and lacrosse. Um, I started playing lacrosse probably when I was 10. I started out playing baseball. My dad and my mom never knew what lacrosse was. Um, so we all started out in baseball, and then I switched when I was 10 and played at Cockeysville Rec Council there, and then uh, all the way up until I went to Calvert Hall. Nice. So Calvert Hall, four years at Calvert Hall, playing yep. across the whole time? Mm-hmm. Yes. What position did you play? I was a defender. Defender? Yep. Long stick, short. Did they have long sticks back then? That's yeah. a silly, silly question. Yeah, long stick. So I was a midi when I started out in rec, uh, and uh, they, uh, I, had, I had incredible coaches. This guy named Bob Prater, who was an amazing coach, and another gentleman named Wes Bacher, who now is the head of all like the youth officials. And they – really did an amazing job coaching me um, and helping me develop as a player and giving me the foundations I needed to do well. Um, and they moved me to defense. Um, and they, you know, everybody wanted to score goals, but he was like, hey, you can be a really good midi, but I think you could be a great defenseman. So I, was, I think he was a very good salesperson. <laughs> so there's that. That's how I got into being a defender. And nice. I have no regrets. I loved it. Awesome. So, scouting report. If if uh, if I was coming out to watch you in high school after you switched to defense, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna write the scouting report for Brian Kelly, the defenseman at Calvert Hall, back in the we won't say yeah, what year. Eighty seven. What, what, what are we gonna say about you? What are, what, are, what is the coach? What's the scout gonna say about you in high school? Um, I think they would say he's really good off the ground. He can get the ball up and get it up down the other end. He's very good in transition. So you have to. Uh, if I was scouting me I would say 
we need to treat him like a midi because he can score in transition. Um, I would just say, like, very good defender. He likes to take the ball away. Um, so he can, you know, if you make sure you tuck your stick and protect your stick, if you can tuck your stick, you might be able to get by him. And, you know, he can be a little over aggressive in high school. Um, you know, also just I would say, you know, scout like he's a high IQ kid. He's going to be in the right spots. Um, he, he knows where to be. Um, but if there's an area where you could potentially get him is if he tries to take the ball away, he can get it. But if you protect your stick, you, you can you can beat him. Nice, nice. So so th- that's an interesting point of view. You were talked about tucking the stick, and we have a lot of fair amount of people that are listening. I'm, I do other sports, basketball, football, and stuff like that. I'm going to ask a little basic lacrosse one-on-one for someone who might not know what's going on. So how many people are on the field at any time? Ten. Now, only a certain amount can be passed midfield, right? Correct. How many? You're only allowed to have six players in the offensive end of the field. And it doesn't matter who it is because if, right. if someone, a defense... Mid- like if I go over one of the midi- midfielders who plays both offense and defense, um, would have to stay back on the defensive end for me to go over the midline. And if you are a defenseman and you have the ball and you're like, there's nobody in front of me, there's nobody open downfield, I'm just going to take off, whose job is it to kind of pay attention when you're about to cross midfield? It's the midfielder. midfielder. It's the furthest guy. But usually when you go over, you're you're trained to, to say midi back, ah, you know, yeah. when you go over. And then you, you look um, to make sure right. there's enough guys back. Because I can't imagine when you're running down there with the ball, you're pretty excited. You're not going to go one, two, three, four. Four, five. okay, I can go. There's only five. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they they kind of you know you, they in your team you kind of know who are those guys that can you know interesting enough like I coached against Brian Farrell, the boys Latin coach. Got it. Um, and he was very similar. He was fantastic off the ground, and when he was at boys Latin, you know, he would score, and so we would say you got to treat him like he's an offensive player. Right. So you know, you, it, when he has the ball, you know, the kids on his team knew he was going to most likely go over. Okay, um, so. One more dumb question before we move on. The crease. What's, yeah. the, what's the crease? The crease is the, the it's like a cir- the circle around the goal, mm-hmm. um, and that is to protect the goalie. And what's allowed in there and what's not allowed in there? Well, only the – I mean, you can run through the crease defensively without the ball. Mm-hmm. Offensively, when you're trying to score, you can't go in the crease. If you go in the crease before the ball is shot – um, it's no goal. Uh, now, they also have added, like, protection areas for the dive for right. goalies. So, like, if you score and you land in that area, even though the goal, the ball crossed the goal line before you landed in, it's no goal. So can a, can an offensive player kind of pick the goalie if he doesn't have the ball? Can he kind of go in no. the crease I mean, you out? can screen the goal. You cannot go in the crease if you're an offensive player. Got it. Defensive players can go in the crease. Right. Um, help their own goalie. Yeah, but they can't go in the crease if they pick up the ball and outside the crease, they can't run through the crease with the ball on oh, their stick. Got it. Got Neither it. can the goalie. So the goalie can get the ball with his foot in the crease and bring it in, but if the goalie's outside the crease and has the ball, he can't run back He's in. He's just like a regular player. Yeah, he can only do it when he doesn't have the ball on the right. stick. So goalie, special kind of kid to be willing to stand there. And Those lacrosse balls are hard. They're hard. That's, yeah. that's a kid that you have to be different, you know, to do it. Uh, <laughs> Good word, coach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, they're special, you know, and you have that goalie. He can he can turn the, the game around, you know, and we've been blessed to have some really good goalies, you know, and it's just a, it's just a different 
breed, you have to be very confident and not afraid of the ball. Um, I know I would be afraid of the ball. So like, <laughs> I know I, would I, I wouldn't want to get in there, but they're, they're, they're awesome. I play adult soccer and I don't want to take that ball when I play. If they put me in goal, they don't play goal, John. No. Well, it's <laughs> okay, like, I, I will, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know how any defender can play without wearing a cup, you know, like it's just cause the ball can find you. Yes, you sir. Know? So. Great. All right, so you played in high school. Yep. And then you went on to play in college. Yes. Where where'd you go? I played at uh, University of North Carolina. Nice. Tar Heels? Tar Heel. All right. Four yep. years. Uh, Four years. Good year. experience. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I uh, played on some incredible teams. Um, won the national championship my senior year. Hello. Um, unfortunately for us, uh, I played three years. I was one year behind the gates, so I had three years of dealing with the Gate brothers at Syracuse, and they just steamrolled us all. Um, they were so – I still think Gary Gate's the best player I've ever seen. Um, so, yeah, but I've played on some incredible teams, you know, and um, some great group of guys. Nice. Now you're a, you're a grown-up and you have grown-up responsibilities and you're working, but you decided, you know what, I still want to be involved in lacrosse. So mm-hmm. you decide to spend a couple couple years at Calvert Hall yep. coaching. How many years, Coach? Uh, it's I've been coaching there since 1992, Whew. and I've been the head varsity coach since 1996. So I'm going to do some math here, and I'm going to say that's well over 20 years. Oh yeah, it's 30 pretty much. It would be 30 years because it's 2002 this oh, year yeah. of being at Calvert Hall. Wow. And then I think being the varsity coach would be 27, maybe wow. 26, or I, I don't know. Really sorry you don't like the Cardinals at all. I mean. uh, <laughs> I just love I love the kids. Nice, nice. So, if I my memory serves me, I looked on the internet. So, last ten years, Calvert Hall has won four of the out of those ten years, four championships for the MIAA conference lacrosse. Right. That's that's some pretty good consistency over a ten year period. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, I think we're the only program that's ever won three in a row. That's crazy. Yeah. So, what's your what's your uh, what do you say? The season hasn't started. What do you think is going to happen this year? What are you, you going to give yourself a prediction? I don't want to jinx anything. And no, I mean, you know, look, we're going to be pretty good. You know, I think we'll be in the mix of it. I think we should be. Um, we have talent. We have good kids. Um, you know, we don't have as much depth as we've had in the past. Uh, unfortunately, you like to have that if you can. Um, so, like last year, we lost, you know, really our most gifted player and this kid, Truett Sunderland, all year, and that, that really hurt us. In the past, you could, you know, there's always certain guys you just can't afford to lose, and he was one of them. But our kids adjusted, and then, like this year, I think, um, you know, we have some areas of concern that we have to get better in um, and just see how things play out. Um, but, you know, w- we have an opportunity where I, I think we could win it. I also think there's probably like five or six other teams that seven that could say the same thing. So that's what makes their league incredible. You yeah, know? You, you I don't know. think we would be favored going into the season. No. I think, you know, uh, like probably Spalding McDonough might be favored this year, but always Latin again, they're repeating. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. That's why we play the game. Yep. So we do this podcast because we're, we're kind of hoping that uh, a middle school or another youth athlete and maybe their parents or their families listening mm-hmm. and, and they get some information about, you know, what's going on and what it's like. Imagine you have, does Calvert Hall have a middle school? We do not. Yeah. So you're probably got kids coming from other middle schools and, and imagine some of them are choosing Calvert Hall because of the athletics. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I think they choose all these schools differently for different reasons. Obviously, um, you know, I think what I, I'm proud of is that we're the only team that's ever won a championship in the MI lacrosse without a middle school. So that's impressive. Uh, it is. It's hard, you know, because you have a lot of these kids like 
will go in and then they'll reclassify in eighth grade. And then they, you know, we don't have that there. We don't do that. Um, and then they know their system. They've been working with these kids from, you know, and we have to help them develop why they come. So, you, so you're getting those freshmen, those ninth graders that come in from middle schools, mm-hmm. wherever. So if that kid was listening right now, you got an eighth grader, it's probably too late for that kid. Well, no, they're probably deciding now. We're, they're, we're they're January, February. So yeah. you're probably, so there's an eighth grader that's listening to this and they're thinking, you know what? I can't, I can't decide, you know, that coach Kelly sounds like a good coach and <laughs> I, I love the program, but you know, there's boys Latin, there's Loyola, there's Spalding, there's all these other programs. What's, what's your advice to that kid that's on, on the fence for that? Or maybe not at the MIA level, maybe they're going to be or C or maybe they're going to public school. What's your advice to that eighth grader who is thinking about, they want to play lacrosse and they're being told, you know, you can go to this school and ride the bench or, you, you know, or you can go to that school and you can get lots of playing time or what, what, what do you got to say to that kid? I think uh, they should look at all their options and find out what's best for them. You know, from a family, from a kid perspective, they're all very, very good schools. Um, Calvert Hall, to me, is, you know, as a school is going to do as good a job, if not the best job preparing you for college, academically, athletically, across the board, you know, um, uh, we have more AP honor courses in other private schools. There's a lot of reasons, but then you also have, um, you know, other schools that you might feel like is more of a fit for you. You know, I think, unfortunately, around here, there's always this negative recruiting thing that people do or say, and like, don't go to Calvert Hall, you'll never play. And it's just not true, you know, and, uh, but they do what they got to do to, you know, which I won't do. Um, I'm not going to talk negatively about any school from that perspective, because I think they're all great schools. You got to find out what is best for you. And, um, you know, and I would be happy to talk to any family about why I love Calvert Hall, why I think this is what we are about. And then they can learn what we're about um, and then learn what other schools are about. And then they figure, you know what, this is why I'm going here because this fits me. You know, everybody's different. So you got to do what's best for you. Nice. I like that. If someone wanted to get a hold of you, if they wanted to follow you on social media um, or any of those things, is there is there a way for a kid to reach out to you either you know directly to you or through the school? Or do you have any of those? Well, yeah, we do have a couple Instagram pages, uh, you know, at Calvert Hall Lacrosse is one. And for me personally, I have at Brian Kelly 45. Um, we also have Twitter at Calvert Hall Lax. And then again, myself is at Brian Kelly 45. Um, you know, they can reach out to the school. Um, they can, um, you know, what has to happen for kids is if they're interested, they need to contact the school first. And once they contact the school, um, then they can, then I can have a conversation. I can't, people don't realize this and is that I can't go out and talk, contact a family or, or, or a kid unless they've reached out to the school. Like we can't contact them first. And if anyone does that, that they're breaking that rule. So you heard it here. If you're interested in Calvert Hall, um, yeah. athletics specifically, but, but anything, um, I have a, one of my neighbors is really interested in Calvert Hall cause they heard they have a great STEM program. Yeah. And as soon as they said Calvert Hall, I immediately started thinking athletics cause that's where my brain goes to right now. But they have, nah, they have a great STEM program. They, that, um, my son is interested in that. When people visit, they're blown away because Calvert Hall has so much to offer. Um, it's just a real world environment. Um, and academically, it's unreal. Um, and it does an amazing job preparing kids for their future. And I always say academically, athletically, and spiritually. And, you know, uh, it's just, it's, it's, an, an, it's an awesome place. 
The other thing you mentioned, you have a Twitter account. What I'm learning is uh, Twitter has a little resurgence with, with high school kids. If you would have asked me five years ago, I was like, oh, there's no way those kids are going to be on Twitter. They're just Instagram and pictures. But I think uh, they, they need to jump over to your Twitter page and, and follow along and get some pearls of wisdom from you, Coach. Yeah, I'm not the best social media guy no, we'll you know, be when it comes on there. <laughs> so, uh, But it's uh, – yeah, you know, I think more kids are on Instagram and things like that. I know for my older two boys, you know, I don't think they are on Twitter at all, or my other kids are from right. Instagram and stuff like that. <laughs> Very so, good. Um, yeah. Coach, I want to thank you for coming. I appreciate it. No, you're welcome. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.